When's the last time you had a full sugared Coke? A full sugared Coke? Mm. Years. Honestly. I don't drink, I honestly don't drink Coke. You never drank, yeah. what did you, had Powerade and Gatorade when you were growing up, didn't you? Took them <laughs> to the house parties when you thought you were an athlete and you were rolling up in your Nike shorts and that. So that's chill not, out, bro. It's a house party. That's not true. We're all in year 12. We just want to have a bit of fun. We've got the. I like nerdy how you just jock. Yeah, keep, you're a nerdy jock a little bit, aren't you? You're like Poindexter, but you wear the yeah. wear the bomber jacket. Yeah, I like it, mate. Just keep keep filling in time while people come in the stream and keep pretending like you don't know what we're talking about, huh? That's good, isn't it? Who do you think's got the best small talk in the game? Maybe that's the first question. Who do you think? It is an ask us anything. So if you're tuning in now and you're listening, you're, you're early into the stream today. We're kicking back. It's the final uh, final LinkedIn 100% live mm. pod. Yeah. Six months we've been doing this pod, which is pretty crazy. So uh, keen to dive into a bit of that. If you are jumping in the chat now, uh, if you have any questions and nothing's off limit for the funny business lads and all the things. Oh, that sounded very, you sounded very cautious. Oh, a little bit cautious. If you have questions, we'd like to know who, if you're in the chat too. So if you are in the chat uh, and you're watching along, I don't care where you're tuning in from. If you're sitting there. He doesn't sit, care. I don't care. care. I don't know. I do care. I do care. I want to know where you're sitting in and, and tuning in from. But also, if you're just hiding at the end of work and you're just mm. filling in time, think of this as like a, a professional development. I, learning. I, can, I can see getting ticked off by the boss if you just said, hey, we're listening to Robin Locke and they're going, oh, well, that's learning. That's education. Yeah. Can you get a better education than that? And, and they're going, no. I'm going to use some of my learning time to tune in and and, and learn something today. Honestly. Well, How's your day been? Your day been all right? It's been good. The sun's out. We caught up with Cooper Chapman this morning. Um, he's, he's been a prior guest on the 100% Life. He has mental health. That's a good one. Uh, we've also had him on our, uh, as a guest maybe twice and hot or not as well. So we love Cooper Chapman, if you can't tell. Uh, <laughs> he's doing some good stuff. He was down in Torquay and we went down to Pond and they don't so filled the coffee anymore, which is disappointing, but it was good to catch up with him and you guys got a toasty. It was good, wasn't it? It was, yeah. We had a toasty. We brought Matilda along and she just made it home. She was, uh, this is one of the things I didn't really realise is with nap times, nap times with kids are so important that if you don't get it right and they fall asleep, then sometimes they don't sleep after that. Mm. And your job, you're in the back of the car, just meant to be trying to keep her awake and you on your phone or doing something? No, I panicked. I jumped in the car and I didn't realize I got to sit in the back with her, not in the front. So we pulled over. I said, Rob, don't worry about it. I can jump in the back. I can sort it out. But her head was just nodding. Yeah, Nothing but... could keep her engaged. I was doing everything. Before, no, before you even, the, the last final five minutes, you just gave up. You're looking out the window, pretending to do something At else. The end of the, what am I meant to do? She's not waking up. <laughs> I wish I had that problem at night. I've been struggling to sleep lately. Yeah, it's been hard. You know, because I, I wear socks to bed, which is strange for one i think a lot of people don't like that about me but i've been doing that for years but, weird, yeah. but just my it feels like my toenails getting caught on the sock and it's just doing my head in. i can't get out of my head over the last three nights is everything okay now everything's okay now it's just a little bit of a whinge while we wait for people in the chat <laughs> waited long enough for you to jump in special thanks to myb for supporting uh not just this stream but all the streams on the 100 live pod for the last six months it's been crazy we've done some reflection pieces over the last couple of weeks as part of doing this wrap for this particular segment and Crazy. One of the first questions actually came in was what was live streaming like? What was it like to live stream on LinkedIn? Which for us was new. You know, I think there's a few people out there that do it. Uh, not as probably as regularly, as frequent as as what we've sort of done it over the last six months, but it has been a weird concept. I know I've said it for ages. If you've followed along with Funny Business or you've um, seen us, we've been massive advocates for LinkedIn and, and this platform as a content platform. And yeah, the fact that we've been every week now for 24 weeks, mm. that's wild. Good math there. No, but it's like it's one of those things where we've 
it's been probably reflecting back, probably one of their hardest uh, shows to do. We've done five episodes now for three years, but to do this episode and and wrangle guests and find time, especially when at the start it was seven thirty a.m. wake up calls, and I <laughs> and I get it. It's hard to get some heavy hitters on the show when they're not even uh, awake yet. And hey, can you just uh, set that snooze button a little bit earlier? But it was pretty crazy, honestly. Uh, starting off doing it on LinkedIn, we always wanted to do a live show, and we're like. How can we just do it on scale and without having to go anywhere? Like we still want to do that sort of stuff as well, but like, let's just test it out and see what happens. And Rob, I'll give you credit. Uh, I've been producing a lot of the stuff and doing a lot of the other stuff behind the scenes, but you, you've taken over this one and and to produce this and see all the different moving parts it takes to get this live is pretty, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just a bit tricky. You know, when you get an Ikea flat pack or something, you're going to go and I can probably do it, but it's going to take me ages and I'm going to get frustrated, you know? Well, it's, one of the things I, I guess my biggest learning from doing this is it's still an amazing platform. We've seen like, if you look at, we look, got to go and look at some of our stats for how many eyeball, how many people are tuning in to Funny Business Live or, or are consuming some of the content, not on our podcast channels, but purely on LinkedIn. And the fact that the last I don't know, six months, we've had more than 40,000 people, 45,000 people, some shit like that, tune in across LinkedIn. And it's like, we're turning up at 7.30, a.m., like I said, 7.30 a.m. or midday on some things, 4.30 today. And it is, in, it's it's in work hours. It's work time. It's it's talking about serious content. And it shows to me that there's a massive market out there for people who are still eager to, I don't know, there's professional development learning points. And every, every if you're working at a company versus running for yourself. I think everyone's still trying to find that balance between um, getting access to learning and development type content. And for us, that was sort of what the deep dives were all about. It was about like one topic, as you said, made, made sure you reminded me more mm-hmm. on more than one occasion. It's about this topic, you know, it's not mm-hmm. about other topics, it's not about stories of their life. Well, a lot of the guest episodes, it's good to hear uh, the human element to why people do shit and the motivations and all that good stuff, how they make decisions. Love that. But for this, it's like, if we're getting industry experts on to talk about something that they're super passionate about, spend a lot of time in this deep niche, it's like, what can we extract from the actual lessons and the learnings from the job, you know what I mean? Or what they understand or their intellect. So for us, it's been crazy. Like guests are great because, uh, you know, just the normal episodes are great, but this is honestly, like if you're going to go back and listen to any funny business episodes and you're in that learning phase and you want to know shit and go deep, like read a book about some certain topic, go deep on this one because I feel like you'll dig it. Oh, the other thing for us is like uh, even just in the amount of hours now of, of learning content that we've produced through doing this, the deep dive for us is I think we've said it a few times or I've said it on the pod, I, I really I really struggle with the amount of content that we're doing and the people that we're meeting and how our work uh, sort of works, which is another question, <laughs> like what is a normal day, which can get to that afterwards. But uh, I, I struggle to fit in time to consume as much learning sort of content as I used to prior to starting the pod. And this has been a cool thing for us to even just having to sit down and prepare for the chats that we're having, knowing that, I don't know, maybe on guest episodes, you can get away with a little bit mm. with a, not knowing the right questions to ask or mm. like letting the conversation sort of flow. But if you're talking about a particular topic, like the stuff on deep dive, like you go back, like we've had stuff on mental health, we've had stuff on e-com tips, on podcasting, on media and content, on going viral, on setting up your backhand end of financial year. Like there's been so much stuff, which is like, you're going to be in it. You know, and I think that if you are at any stage, I think some of the, the what we're trying to really get from doing this content is it doesn't matter where you're at in your stage of your journey. It wasn't like, hey, this content set for beginners or this content is for people further along in the journeys. It was like anyone at any stage, if they're interested in that particular topic, should be able to take something away from these episodes. And if you've been tuning in 
uh, and you've, you've dug some of these episodes, let us know, slide in and, and give us some feedback too. I know that um, along throughout uh, the series, we've had a bunch of people, so many friendly faces pop in time and time again in the chat, in the stream, which has probably been my favorite part, I reckon, is the live. You love modding. You love modding. Like uh, when Hamish was streaming and doing his Twitch thing, we've got a friend Hamish who's doing some good things. And you're in the mod. You were modding and talking to all the people in the community who are subbing and sending gifts and all that sort of thing. So you in the chat here um, has been awesome because for me, I can't multitask like that. I can't think about something else and still be present. You know? No, that's, but you, you're good at that. I think everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, another question we had in when we find it over Instagram, which is ironic, isn't it? Uh, we have this one, which is a bit weird. Favorite music? It's weird for you because I know that you've got an eclectic taste. Yeah, well, what are you, you listening? You kick it off. You kick it off. Does yeah, give you some thinking time? Yeah, I need some. I need to like pretend like I've. <laughs> nah, I actually have been listening to a bit of music lately, so I feel free. To... What have you been? What have you been listening to? Uh, a lot of old stuff. I've got a lot of Grinspoon mixes that mm. are coming through. So I've been doing it in my workouts. I've been listening to like a mix of like nineties, nineties like rock, punk, mm. a little bit of stuff. Getting back into the youth. Nah, maybe just more like I don't really. There's nothing that's like, that, like pump up y type. That you'd be really pump up type mm. music, mm. not offspring. That, but Grinspoon's pretty good. Really Send me fun. that Grinspoon song repeat or whatever. Yeah, it's like, pretty this good. Is isn't sexy. It? I'm on the bike. I'm sweating it up. You listen to a bit of Grinspoon. Yeah. What do you listen to? I know you got uh, four thousand bands at the moment. No, I just made a playlist and I put it on the Insta Instagram story, so you can go check that out if you want. But there's a new artist called George Clanton, which I don't know if you'll dig, but it's like this. Actually, I don't think you'll like him. No. So whatever. But he's cool. His his uh, old stuff is vaporwave, which I'm sure you're going to laugh at. That's vaporwave. Good. That's sort of the genre of music that he was uh, doing, but sort of nostalgic. You like Smashing Pumpkins and the Offspring and that. Yeah, yeah. Similar type of vibe, but just in an electronic setting. Pretty cool. Little Dragons, another band that's pretty sick. I feel like you dig them. Little Dragon. Little Dragon, cool. And there's a new Taiko album coming out, which I'm looking forward. That's to. the nickname that you call your. No, <laughs> 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 Little Dragon. Little Dragon. Huh? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Is it? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't even know. Um. But you've put Chingy and all that on ice. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Pickett's gone gutted to have missed out on Grinspoon tickets for the upcoming Sydney show. I know we told this uh, story actually on one of our pods recently, but we got to go to, you've been to Grinspoon a few times. Mm. We got to go to one together, which was like the best time of my life. And you had one story where. You're annoying at concerts. Phil, Phil Jamison actually spat in your face. Yeah. yeah. You know, Kevin might not have heard that story. So feel free to share. No, he spat in my face. I went and saw him. Uh, I think it was at uh, Max Watts, whatever that used to be called, the Hi-Fi Bar. Uh, spat in my face during Gone Tomorrow, and that was crazy. I was just remember that day, and I think it was on Ali Barter's pod. We spoke about that. Now I'm thinking about it, but uh, another good episode. Another good episode out there. But uh, Grinspoon, it's good. Like, you, are you holding on to the old sort of bands? You, we went and saw Body Jar maybe a couple of years ago. Body Jar was playing on the playlist this morning. I had Body Jar go on this morning. Really? Yeah, I did. There you go. It's rocking out a little bit. You know what music I do like that I think you like? Have you seen the TV show Power? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's kind of music. Fifty Cent. Big rich town, you yeah, know, yeah. Sort of stuff that's very you, I reckon. I like that type of big music, gangster. Yeah. All right, another question. I, uh, another question was, are you bringing back more of this deep dive type of content? Yeah. So to answer that in a couple of ways is yes, we are. So we've done deep dives before, which has been like we've done them on people and topics and stuff. And I feel like the hundred percent live was sort of taking in that same sort of theme. And uh, cool thing that we're going to be doing is actually building out a bunch more shows. So. One thing that we've done over the last few years is really streamline back our content to just purely funny business. And uh, if you look at what we've done in the past, we've actually produced other shows, been involved with other podcasts outside of just what we're doing and excited to bring a few more shows to life. I know you're going to be doing a bit more of the puppet mastering of the content and you think you're well, the content just, overlord. No, but- I was just thinking in the shower because we're so like in the business at the moment. There's so many different moving parts. And for us now, 
rounded out with Chris on the Dream Big Social Club team, I can now think of like interesting content ideas and actually spend some time crafting up what we we're going to be building. So that's exciting for me just personally, you know what I mean? Just getting out of the weeds of all that. Like I wanted to cut that with, I can just think, you know, I was like, fuck, first time in three years. Yeah, uh, to be honest, to be honest, I feel like I'm, I actually had a moment in the shower this morning. I was like, with his little dragon, no. <laughs> little dragon. had it on extra cold, you know, I like the cold showers. Um, but yeah, I just think like, spending time on like building things out especially with other people that's what i'm excited about and um hopefully you're gonna dig it yeah so a bunch of shows across different categories too i think that funny business so we've always been in our it's a little bit of funny a little bit of business as it state as it said but like we're not gonna go we can't go full whacked out and do like a gossip pod or sport maybe fits but like music and other things and enough time of the day so we'll have a bunch of other business shows uh gonna try and touch a few other categories of People, if you're interested in content, so stick around if you like this segment, if you like the funny business part and you're interested in more of our stuff and or even if you have any suggestions about the type of things you'd like to hear, get in touch because we're happy to shape some shows too. Yeah, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, slip into your inbox. I reckon robertdreambigsocialclub.com. Into- <laughs> you're going to throw that out there. Uh, I feel like they're going to come to you now. Uh, uh, you're very responsive though. Yeah, but you're you're a bit rude sometimes, I reckon. And you see a few messages and pop the phone back in the pocket. Don't it's you? hard. It's hard work sometimes. You don't have the emails on your phone, do you? That's one fun fact that I've uh, yeah. I've really loved. So fun for you, annoying for me because I have to always update you. It's like, have you seen? The email? I've seen a lot of these no. people out there with these productivity tips, and my, my biggest productivity tip I have is now just don't have any notifications and don't have access to anything on your phone. Just then- get your partner to do it all and then tell you over text. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh no, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. A little, little bit of frustration's uh, coming out today. Hey, That's relax. the truth, though. Relax. Get uh, to the next question. No, this is the truth. Well, here's a fun one. Who would play you in a movie? Who that, asked that question? Uh, is that a cell? That's a planted question. That's not I a planted question. It's from Hamish Forty Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would play you in a movie? Have you thought about that? No, I haven't thought about that. I didn't know that was a weird. Movie. Al Yankovic. I didn't know that was Tony a Martin. Tony Martin. Tony Martin. I don't really appreciate that one. It was Tony Martin. No, it <laughs> wasn't me who came up with it. It was who? Who came up with it? Was it Adam Jacobs? He said, you look a bit like Tony Martin. I don't think, I think someone. That's something that you really hate, which I, no offense, Tony Martin. Who would you, who would play you in a movie? I always said, I'd think about like Vin Diesel. I think about this almost daily. Uh, But now it's now, but now, but now I think it's Bruce Willis. Back, you know, when he had hair, he's still handsome and stuff, but then he lost it and he was still good. You know, a bunch of hostage movies and that was good. Who's the other one that plays, uh, who's the, the, Pommy accent. He's in a lot. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah, he's pretty sexy. Did you know he was a diver? Yeah. He was at the Olympic, the Olympics or the Commonwealth Games or whatever. I saw a video of him just doing a couple of twirls in the in the thing. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Who would you who would play you? Have to think, mate. The the worst place I don't actually. I'm not very good at like rattling off mm. actors and stuff. Mm. So you know what? You got a bit of Tom Cruise about you. Tom Cruise. Not in the acting sense. Just weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up weirdo. Yeah. You fall for anything. Just on yeah, the couch, yeah. running around in my socks, in yeah, my yeah. socks on the couch. You know, I haven't really seen a Tom Cruise movie. I don't think I haven't seen Mission Impossible. Any of them ones? I've seen them. Are they good? He's a good actor. He does all his own stunts. That's his. Who else do you like then? Action Bronson, maybe he could play. That would be if I would be ideal. Ryan Reynolds, you think you're hot and sexy? Don't Ryan you? Reynolds is a big one. When you were growing up, who did you think you looked like? Who was your like sexpiration that you thought, "Hey, I want to look like this"? I never, I never had one. 
You never had one. No, nah, I just I'm not, I'm not. I wasn't desperate to be other people. Yeah, you know, I was just desperate to be myself. Oh, yeah. don't turn it into one of these like I'm not, life lesson deep things. It's it was not, just it's a true, superficial fun question, you know. But I didn't have a superficial fun answer because it was, oh, I wasn't desperate. Yeah, you had the long hair. Who were you looking up to? I didn't have yeah, Jason. Looks up to I didn't have Jason Statham posters <laughs> on my wall like you did. Yeah, you, know, you had Mark Coglin, didn't you? Mark uh, Coglin. Yeah, the frosted tips. All right, what's that? What questions next? Move on. Uh, how do you approach guests getting guests on? Well, I think you should answer this one. Um, I think at the start, when we were starting the pod, we just used our friends uh, who we, we thought were doing cool things. So if you go back and listen to the first couple of episodes, a lot of it's just like friends and family. And then um, and then it moves on to like, they refer you. So it's like, if they had a good time, they'll probably tell their friend. And if they start promoting it and stuff and they really dug the chat, I think word of mouth. And I think mm. we've never been pushy to be like, introduce us to this person. I don't think we've ever done that. It's more, hey, like, I feel like they like, I don't know, after chatting with the guests, they're like, I feel like you really get along with this person. And it's like, all right, hook it up. We're down to chat. You know, anyone who's sort of recommended, who's been on the pod who recommends someone else, we sort of always get them on and it sort of snowballs from there. But from us now, it's about finding people who we're genuinely interested in. So approaching people like on topics that I'm actually thinking about at the moment, like social engineering, that was a good one with Christopher Hagnaggy. I think that's how he says his last name. Hagnaggy. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, and that's something that I've been looking at and Googling and, and trying to learn about. So to get people on who I'm curious about, I think that's like cool too, because I feel like a lot of people listening at home probably think about the same thing. So it's like a lot of trawling as well and looking for people who are doing cool things in their sort of niche and figuring out a time to get them on the pod. But it's pretty cruisy. Everyone, like sometimes we get asked to go on pods and there's a, like all these long lists and like these big ass emails. It's like, an assess- it's like either an assessment or like homework to do before getting a guest on or being asked on and i think it's a it's a weird balance i think where we don't have the most we're not the most professional outfit no what it is but we i think that what we're trying to do is keep it really lean and and make it real and make it easy for the guests you know i mean we send them a link they just jump on and life's good but a lot of some people not a lot of people but there might be 25 percent of people who like the preparation who like questions so it's like if they want a full rundown at a wrap or whatever we can we normally jump on 15 early and just go through some stuff. But if they want to chat and catch up beforehand, we we can do that as well. We've done that with Gabby Leibovich and yeah, a few yeah. others before. It's and a lot, lot of, it's a lot easier getting guests now than it used to be. Yeah. And like bet someone, for example, like Ben Lee, who does pods all the time, who doesn't want to know what shit we want to talk about, just like let's chat. So it's like that they're the best ones when you don't really have any sort of topics. And we've got like maybe 10 things that we're here, but it's almost like listening to what they want to talk about and just having a comment. Haven't had any straight nose for a while. No, nah. maybe like a year ago, I got a no from Malcolm Turnbull's office. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I felt like that was like, I still think he made. They went a deep dive into your internet history. And I just think, no, fuck, I, they made, I think they made the wrong call. One, they made the wrong call because this, this pod's fucking grouse. And he goes on the most, you go, some of the stuff he goes on is the most boring content in the world. It's like, hey, you feel I, like you could do a good job and highlight him in a positive way. I feel like I'd highlight him in a good way. Yeah. And I, we actually had, how tell, you, tell you how someone else who, who, who said it, I'm going to say, this is actually um, Shelly Johnson who, is that if that is her real name or not? She's like, who's your worst guest? And I was like, not going to the worst guest, but uh, this in the same vein, talking about people who said no, mm. is someone that she had on her pod recently, Don Price, you know, the workplace specialist from Atlassian. Oh, he yeah. just gave us a straight no. This is about he gave there. you a straight no, like two years ago, <laughs> like two years ago, straight no, no, like reasons or whatever. I was like, I thought about it for a while. And I've, <laughs> you marinated and on I've it. marinated on it for two years, and I don't care. You know, it feels like you do. I only care because it feels like you very much do. The more that we've learned on this stuff, anyways, not everyone can beat Lassie in anyway. 
You know, that's how oh, all these dude, people aspirate, aspirationally want to be at Lassian, but the truth is they're not. Big so, diet price has stung you if, hard. If you ever turn around, like and, a just going, I've never asked him to get a follow up, but if you decide, if you're listening out there and it makes its way to him, just know if you want to come on, you probably still can. He was with Nick Pulse today. I know, that's he, what I'm saying. He's always saying come up they're, with they're at the conference together. And they're all, everyone's learned, everyone loves ways of working and <laughs> better cultures and all that sort of good stuff. So, Shell, there you go. Our, our best, our, our worst guest. There's been one, only one episode who we haven't released. We're not going to say the name, but there's only been one chat where we've just, there's been, there's, there was a few issues behind the scenes and it. She's trying to set us up there too. It's a yeah. real setup. So we <laughs> yeah. Just, come, come on your stream and ask me some questions. <laughs> Shell, if that's your name. Yeah. Huh? But to be honest, like, I feel like the fascinating part is sometimes it's a challenge with different personalities and they're not talkers and you're like, you're coming on a pod, it might be their first time. But at the end of the day, it's like meeting them where they're at. So it's like if they haven't been on pods before and they're a bit nervous and they're not really themselves and stuff, you can try and make it a bit easier. You know, like I feel like sometimes you might feel like you have to go on something and act a certain way. But for us, it's just like it's pretty Sometimes chill. we've had people come on and um, d- 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 some of the biggest people come on and they know exactly who we are and they've got context of our background and they've had the even just done a two-minute stalk mm. of our history. You know mm. what I mean? And other times we've had people come on and, they don't know who we are. Yeah, which so, is fair. There's a lot of people yeah, who don't like, know who we no, are. No, but like luxury listings. I still think about Simon Cohen, right? He just, you're, not, you're not throwing names. 25 minutes. Yeah, but he was in the middle of their big um, launching of their show and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I don't reckon he, he looked just in the eyeballs he glazed over, bro. He was like, what am I doing on this show? Show. Oh, <laughs> Don't yeah. ask questions like that anymore because I can't help that. What's the truth? It's truth. Well, on Tuesday afternoon. So if you have any questions, keep them coming because... I don't have to answer anything. Oh, I, think we, should, I think we need to end it soon. You're going to like cancel it. Yeah, is that yeah. what's going to happen? People are going to see what's going on behind the scenes. Oh, I don't know. I don't what know. else? Give me some more questions. Uh, how do you guys make money? I think this is a common one. This is what our partners and family get asked a lot. <laughs> how do you guys make money? And if you, I don't know if you've seen, but Rob's got an OnlyFans out there. It's all foot picks. I uh, think pods are really hard. I think we've said, if you go back and listen to our second episode on podcasting on our 100% mm. segment, podcasting as a profession is a really tricky thing unless you're in the top one percent don't expect to be making big big money i think it's podcasting and and it's still just a marketing tool to do whatever else is you want to do so if you go back over the last couple of years we had we ran a consulting company called wellbeing network uh so we use the podcast to generate a lot of uh business leads for new business and meet new clients and help amplify some of the stuff that they're doing uh fast forward to now we're doing some stuff we just launched a dream big social club uh, with our business partner, Chris Wilson, which is going to be uh, more of a startup advisory and venture service. So that's going to be, we still make money through doing that. From pure podcasting, we do do brand plays. So obviously, MYB have helped support uh, this stream for the last six months, but we've had done a bunch of other brand deals in the past, which is where we've created series like a new job who dis through, uh, through a I think stuff. a lot of people can see though, they go, oh, if I just create content, I can just make a full-time living doing that and like quit my job and just go into it where it's like, why are you even why are you starting the pod and things can change like for us the pods like change like four or five different times you know so it's like you don't have to be stuck on the idea but it's just around like what are you building you know for us like if you're just straight up doing content players and trying to you know exist in the mainstream without having a business or anything else just like it's a hard, it's a hard slog to be a media personality that's yeah. how i think at the moment it's and like- the money is not as lucrative or easy as what it probably was back in the past you know yeah I mean? past you. i think of the, the the little sting has gone out of like the influencer world if that's what you're trying to do yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's not what i think what we've always trying to be is the podcast has been a vehicle for us to do 
different things and different avenues in business. Well, you were always like from the start, you're like, we're not credible doing a podcast. We're credible doing business. You know, like what's the business that we're building? Not the, and that's just that, the pod. And we've given time over, over the last three years to evolve, like evolve the different stuff that we're doing behind the pod, which is like the pod is still for us as an engine that we use it's the heartbeat of our business that allows us to communicate with people, meet people, um, network with guests, meet amazing, throw parties and meet amazing people in our community face-to-face mm-hmm. and do cool stuff like that. And I do still think it's an amazing thing for people if they want to go out there and do it. But have seen a lot of, I think there was, when we started doing content on LinkedIn three years ago, it wasn't much stuff going on. And then maybe a year ago, we started seeing a few more pods popping off and then I reckon they're really sort of fallen off the radar a little bit because it's a hard thing to sustain. Like if, if you go back and just look at, if I know back to the first question of this, this topic, like we've got like 20 something guests that we've wrangled for a live episode. It's just part of one show of the five shows we're dropping every week and just the back and forth comms and giving it enough, giving content enough time to breathe out there and do stuff. It's it's a hard slog. So to th- people think they can just turn it on and start something. It's like, be prepared to do, be prepared unless you've got a big budget and other people to do all your shit. Like we do all, mm. when I say we, I mean you, is you do, we've done all our own content after three years. Yeah, I think it's crazy. And for us, it just seems super authentic. Before we started the podcast, we actually had a, a business called Obi and Co, which was a slides company, uh, Australia's first uh, slides is company. That I, think, I think that was yeah. the tagline, best and first, first and best. I hey, walk easy. In, in walk Obi. easy. That, that was a good tagline, wasn't it? I feel like we're onto something there. But Walk easy, learn easy. But for us, like you started that business, yeah, on your phone when you had an idea. And what made you want to do that in the first place? Just because I wanted to do something. Mm. You know, I think it was at that point that you know, I'd just um, I'd done my knee and I was ready to find something outside of sports to dabble in. And that's how we sort of got our first little bug. I didn't even really understand what startups and that were. I don't know. I did, but not in the way that it works. I didn't know how the startup ecosystem operated here in Australia. And we've done a few learning curves. But you started like Alibaba and that. You were looking at products and going, all right, what can I do this? How does it work? Yeah, Yeah. again, it's like, I think if you go back to that point in time and see how we've we've done stuff together, we've done like four or five different things together now. And the pod for us is just like a a forward-facing public image. Mm, it's like us every day for the last 10 years anyway. Go back and Let's see where it. we've been, what we've done, who we've, who we've talked to, how we've evolved and we've, how we've changed over time. It's going to be a cool thing for Matilda if she wants to ever go back and listen to some stuff. She can be like, oh, I wonder what Dad was talking about mm. here. Like, I think money's a big issue too. Like for a lot of people, they would love to do things like live life on their terms and stuff, but responsibilities and other things. And like it's easy for us to say, just do it and stuff like that. It's about like, no, every, if you can't every, breathe without doing it, like you need to do it, like do it. Everything's so hard. I think people underestimate how hard everything is. And like, there's way more down days than positive days. Yeah. The positive days are fucking great. But the, the like, majority of the day is like hard, problem hard solving. Blog. So that's what well, the question come through is what is a normal day look mm. like? And I think that maybe we can talk through how we structure our week. And because we, we were doing five pods, like Monday is sort of like our come to life. Mm. day i reckon is like we get some t- planning time we maybe have a pot or something in the afternoon but it's actually relatively our day which is i think set ourselves to the week tuesday has been recording day so we usually have maybe two or three pods that we record on a tuesday wednesday we go to the city so cities we do all our in real life catch-ups we try and catch up irl that's what IRL. Calling it. i never knew wednesday. what that stood for, for irl months. thursday has been like a, an admin and computer day so we catch up on things and record pods and we always 
for the past few years is Fridays have been half day. So maybe have a pod or some catch up on some other meetings. Oh, we got things. client work now. You know what I mean? Like this was like a few weeks ago. Now moving forward, there's a lot of different things and moving parts for us. So. It's just, it's like anyone. What does a normal day look like? Hey, if you work in a, the tech and startup world and you're taking video calls, our day is just full of video calls. Mm, looking it. at ourselves in the in the reflection. Wednesday is the fun day because we get to go to the city and get to have cool food and we like, I don't bring my computer. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I bring my no computer. emails, no computer, it's just no like, phone. It's like, well, I'm not. You love being uncontactable. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to just have lunch today and focus on meeting some people. So it's like, yeah. I think people underestimate though, looking at yourself in the video screen all day. I don't think that's healthy, even on the other end, because you're constantly just like self That's like working in the mirror. You know, what's wrong? I don't like that. Like, I feel like just cover your faults by never looking at it. Yeah, I like that. You know. Well, hey, well, on that note, we're going to probably leave it there. So special thanks again to MYB for. Supporting these LinkedIn live streams, um, some cool stats will just rattle off. We've done like over 24 episodes, something like uh, when it was like 360 hours mm. of streaming time. So people have been sitting on LinkedIn, tuning in, gobbling up some of these sort of content and we're loving it. So 40,000 people, more than 45,000 mm. people have uh, tuned in live here on, on, on LinkedIn over that period of time. And uh, if you've liked, liked it, you think we should bring it back at some point and you're interested in what you're doing, please uh, slide into Locke's DMs or his email, Locke at Dream Big Social Club. Uh, but on that note, we'll love you and leave you and hope you enjoy the rest of your day.